SAFM Sports Wrap. Half an hour of non-stop sporting action here on SAFM Sports Wrap tonight. Thanks to the MoneyWeb team back again tomorrow. I'm Brad Brown with you for the next half hour. And coming up onto tonight's show, we'll be chatting about uh, the upcoming World Cup qualifier with... Uh, Sean Bartlett's Bafana Bafana in action on Friday. We'll touch base with Andre Nell ahead of this weekend's second test match in India as well. And uh, we'll also chat some Ram Slam T20. Let's start uh, with some football news. Uh, Bafana team Dr. Tulani and Gwenya has confirmed that George Lebisi, Eric Motoho, Jackson Mobokwane and Lefanolo Nonyane are uh, all carrying knocks, but they should be fit and ready for selection come Friday. Suspended FIFA president Seth Blatter has been hospitalized. That after being placed under medical observation for stress, he is expected to leave the facility early next week. Cricket News Bangladesh have won the third ODI against Zimbabwe in Murpur by 61 runs. They win that three series. Uh, three-match series, 3-0. Three, and uh, in Abu Dhabi, England up against Pakistan. Visitors bowled out for 2-16. Uh, a short while ago, Pakistan were fought without loss. Ramslam T20 action underway as well. The Knights up against the Cobras. The Knights 64 without loss. So off to a great start as well. Coming up next here on SAFM Sports Wrap, we chat to Sean Bartlett. SAFM Sports Wrap. Don't forget, you can be in touch. 34701. Those SMSs charged at one rand. Looking ahead to big football taking place this coming Friday. We're in the middle of an international break once again. It seems like we, we almost uh, every second weekend on an international break. But this one, vitally important for Bafana Bafana. Got the opportunity to make sure that we head towards uh, the World Cup in the right direction. Up against Angola. It's a two-legged uh, qualifier. This first one away from home this Friday. And then the return leg four days later. In Durban, we're joined now by former Bufana Bufana star Sean Bartlett. Sean, welcome. Nice to nice to touch base once again, and uh, good to catch up. Yeah, it's always good to be on the show. Sean, important uh, important weekend. I say weekend. It's Friday through to Tuesday for Bufana Bufana, and and particularly this first one in Angola. Sheikh Mashaba was quoted as saying that that all the pressure is on Angola in these two legged finals because uh, they playing at home. No one's really expecting Bufana to win, but he says the team's going out there looking for that win because uh, there's no pressure on them at all. Yeah, interesting words to choose, knowing that obviously World Cup 2018 is on the line. Um, but I think Shakes also know the importance of these two games. Uh, I think there are a few positives on our side. Um, if you look at the Shakes and his campaign as far as qualifying, we get most of our best results away from home. So I'm hoping they can put it off on Friday and, and come back to Durban on Tuesday and you know just wrap it up and qualify for the group stages. Yeah, I mean, it is important. It's It's been a long, long time that we've qualified for a World Cup by right, not not yeah. as hosts. And, and it's important yeah. that we do play in the tournament. We've got one of the strongest domestic leagues on the continent, and we should be putting out a, a strong national team. It's it's concerning if if we miss out on qualification again. Yeah, it's, well, like you've just indicated now, I think it's probably 13, 14 years uh, since we last qualified. Um, when we qualified for the 2002 World Cup in South Korea and Japan. I think it's uh, long awaited now that we have to qualify again. And uh, I think the squad that we've assembled, uh, the players are good enough to go and, and, and get a result. And, and once again, um, Angola is a team that we don't normally lose to. I think we've only lost once in 12 games. So for us, that's, uh, it's a good omen. Um, if, if the team can come away with a positive result, whether it be a draw or a win, I think it would be great uh, as far as preparation to wrap it up on Tuesday. Looking, looking at that Angolan side, we, we, no strangers. We, we played recently. It wasn't too long ago that we played a, a Chan 2016 qualifier, which we lost, although it wasn't the same team that's, that's, uh, representing yep. South Africa this weekend or Angola for that matter. Can we read anything into that result or is this a, a totally clean slate? 
No, I think it's totally different because um, both camps will have their uh, foreign-based players available, uh, which will make both camps uh, a little bit more stronger. So I think the game itself, uh, the important both uh, teams would know as to what it for as far as qualifying is concerned and also the financial rewards that could uh, come along with it. So, uh, But at this moment in time, I'm just hoping that our players can get back to the to the basics as far as playing for the pride uh, and, and representing a nation, so obviously supporting them all the way. Sean, where, where do you think the, the crucial battles are going to be for, for the final that we need to dominate if we're going to win this thing? Well, firstly, if you really play away games, you've got to be solid at the back. Um, and when I say that, as far as defending is concerned, we, we shouldn't concede to give ourselves a chance. Um, if we can grab a goal or two, I think uh, that would be great. But uh, I think defensively, obviously, we will be tested. Um, if you if you look now with a couple of players, I think Eric Matol has been injured for the last few days. I'm not sure if he's going to make it. And then also Itibul and Kune, uh, number one keeper, pulling out. So those are the two already are, are massive uh, losses for Bafana. And the players that's going to come in, hopefully they'll represent and uh, put in some sterling performances. Away goals in these two-legged encounters, particularly in the first leg when you're playing away, are, are, can be vital. I mean, if we can come away with a goal or two, even if it is a draw, that, that away goal can come into play. Something that's plagued South African football for many, many years is, is a lack of striking force up front. Do you think we've got what it takes to, to put the, the ball in the back of the net, hopefully on Friday, well, at least a couple of times? I think we have got, obviously, uh, quite a few different strikers in the camp. Uh, it just depends on what um, Coach Shakes is looking to get out of the game and what type of striker you're going to play. Is he going to play one with speed like uh, you have in Ranti? Is he looking to hold up the ball, bringing the midfield in Gabuza? We've actually had a good couple of weeks for the Pirates. Um, uh, I think those are the factors that have to consider. But I think there's, like I said before, enough quality in that squad to go out and get the goals. Uh, even Villacazi playing as a second striker for Vitz has been scoring quite a few goals. So, uh, quite a few players in that squad that's in good form. It's uh, As far as the coach goes, he is under pressure. I mean, there's no two ways about it. We... There's been lots of talk that he wins the games that don't matter. If you look at the international friendlies that we played in Central America, I mean, that was a fantastic tour. But when it comes down to the matches that actually matter for us to, to progress in, in various tournaments, we seem to struggle. Do you, do you think if we, we fail in, in this qualification process, the, the coach's job's under, under pressure? I think it will be a major disappointment, not just for the coach, but for the country itself. Um, and I think that's why they do realise it's a do-or-die matter as far as these two games are concerned. Um, I know the Central American trip, obviously a lot of people say it was not important, but uh, those games, I think, gave players a lot more confidence going into these qualification games and uh, knowing they're able, they can compete with some of the best around the world. So they've got to reproduce those performances when it matters now. And the next two games, I, I don't think there's uh, any bigger games than the next two for Bofana Bofana and some of these players. You mentioned that confidence of, of going to Central America and, and, and competing there, but uh, another plus that could bring some, some confidence into it is the way Orlando Pirates has performed on the African continent. Mm. They're obviously South African side that, that's really performed well, and they've, they've shown, even, even though that whole squad's not made out of Pirates players, but the, the handful of guys that are in that squad will, will carry that confidence over to the other players to say to them, hey, you know what, it is possible to win on the continent. It's, it's not impossible, and we can do it. We're good enough to do it. Yeah, I'm hoping that obviously can be a great spin-off uh, for, for for the national team, having quite a few of the Orlando Pirates players in there. And like you've indicated as well, and I'm I'm hoping once again, uh, very similar to Orlando Pirates, uh, all the accolades are there, but we still need to go and wrap it up as far as winning the final is concerned. The same as us, we've 
we've got everything going for us as far as the national team is concerned, but we still need to make sure we qualify for that group stage uh, so that we can continue the vision 2022. Sean, how much of it is a belief issue? I mean, l- let's be honest. You look at these guys, they, they compete in, in various leagues on the continent in Europe against some of the best footballers in the world. They, they're good enough to play there. How, how much of it do you think it is a case of them not believing in themselves as a national squad that they can do this? It's massive. Uh, nowadays, you go around the world, uh, most of the, the sporting teams uh, do engage or do uh, employ a psychologist or a, a mental coach. And I think that sometimes we're lacking still in our game in South Africa. Uh, and the mental preparation is not always up to scratch because, like you just indicated, um, self-belief plays a, a big game as far as your performances and preparations are concerned. And uh, that's something I did as a coach. Uh, I prepare my team more so mentally. Uh, than tactically because I think African players also have the ability to go out and, and do the business. You just need to give them this framework and the uh, organization as far as playing is concerned. But um, I think our players are, are well capable of handling situations, especially traveling to Africa. You brave enough to to call the game on Friday? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to actually gonna go for a 1-1 draw. I think that will be great the result for us. Um, I think uh, going there, you don't want to lose the game firstly but uh, you also want to make sure you can score a goal and get a positive result out of it. Absolutely. Sean Bartlett, thank you so much for your time this evening on SAFM Sports Wrap. Always great to catch up. Enjoy the game on Friday. We look forward to catching up again soon. Thank you very much. Take care. The Independent Communications Authority of South Africa is calling on all holders of Spectrum licenses with outstanding license fees to contact ICASA on 011-566-3955. That's 011-566-3955. Failure to do so by end of November 2015 will result in the authority taking appropriate action. Visit ICASA website under Spectrum Licensees and check your name from the list. Don't forget to tune into the health update tomorrow at 5 past 11. Proudly brought to you by MediClinic. Expertise you can trust. SAFM Sports Wrap. There you have it, Sean Bartlett. One-one draw. He reckons it's going to be. What do you think it's going to be? Three four seven zero one. Pop us an SMS. Those SMS is charged at one rand. Bafana Bafana up against Angola. They had their first two training sessions in Angola today after they arrived late yesterday following an eight-hour flight from Johannesburg. The South African men's senior national team playing Angola in that all-important uh, leg, the second round of the 2018 FIFA World Cup qualifier at the National Stadium in Benguela on Friday afternoon. Kaiser Chiefs midfielder George Lebisi was part of the squad that got uh, good results in the recent tour of Central America and says they're highly motivated having watched Angola playing against a different Bafana squad during the recent Chan qualifiers. Yeah, we're really focused, uh, looking forward to the game. We know what's expected from us. The country knows that uh, we can be able to do the job, so we just have to go out in the day and put in our best performance. Yeah, having watched the game, uh, we, we know the style of play. We were able to see glimpses of what to expect uh, during the game, so we, we're preparing very well, and uh, the morale is good in the team, so we'll give it our best shot. There's a lot at stake in this round of qualifiers as teams that don't make it will miss out on the final round qualifiers. It'll start next year, October, and we'll see five groups made up of four teams with a winner qualifying for Russia 2018. BC says it's important that they register a positive result on Friday to make things easier for the second leg at the Moses Mabida Stadium on Tuesday. Let's do or die, you know. Uh, like we're carrying hopes of millions of South Africans, so we know what's expected from us. So 
like I'm saying, we, all that we can promise to, to South African South is to give it a, a best shot and put in the hard work at the, at the game. For us, we're looking to win both games. A draw will be good, but what will be great is a win. So we're just going out there to make uh, the country proud. Pafana haven't qualified for a World Cup since 2002, and that was in Korea and Japan, as we spoke about with Sean Bartlett. Uh, besides hosting the World Cup in 2010, and midfielder Kamohelo Mokocho is one of the few overseas-based players in the squad. The FC Twente man was part of the Amadita squad that played for the FIFA Under-20 World Cup in Egypt in 2009, and he knows the importance of qualifying for a big tournament like the World Cup. Uh, I think the boys uh, came back feeling fresh and uh, fresh and fit from the clubs. Uh, that's important for the national team that the coach has fit players. And uh, yeah. First training session now, and uh, we were looking good. For the national team, it's a very important match because the World Cup qualifier, you know, I think, uh, for a footballer, it's, it's a very big deal because we get to play in the World Cup if we do qualify. Uh, so it's very important, and uh, yeah, we have to do it together at the end of the day. Yeah, so I don't want to say too much about my, myself. Mokocho, who's been a regular starter at his Dutch-based club, uh, hasn't had a good start this season, losing seven of their first 12 matches of the season. He also featured in the recent Central American Tour, where they beat Costa Rica 1-0 and drew 1-0 with Honduras. He says it's important to carry on that momentum with the national team. Getting the result uh, will be very key. And uh, yeah, if we do get uh, the lead in this game, we frustrate them by keeping the ball. Uh, but most importantly, it's about the result to make it easier for ourselves when uh, we go back home. Yeah, we'd want to carry on with the momentum. But this is a different game. This is Africa, of course, and uh, conditions are different. You can see it's it's a very warm here. But you know, we have to deal with the situations just for a few days. And uh, yeah, but for a good cause. So the result is the most important thing and yeah, it's not about individuals at the moment. Uh, we've had our friendlies. I think the coach knows what he wants from the players and the players know what um, they need to do. Uh, so and now it's just time to show it and I think we're ready. This is Sport on SAFM. Every supporter's greatest resource. You're listening to SAFM on South Africa's news and information leader. I'm Brad Brown. It's uh, an absolute pleasure to be with you this evening. And uh, time to chat uh, some Ram Slam T20 cricket. There's a game taking place as we speak. The Knights up against uh, the Cobras in Kimberley. We'll give you a score update uh, just before the close of the show now. But it's, uh, or in a moment, it's a vital game for the Knights having yet to win. Uh, a game this season so far the Cobras won from three so a pretty important game for for both sides the Cobras particularly we spoke to Paul Adams last night they take on the Dolphins this coming weekend so they'd love to to take a bit of uh, momentum into that clash joining us now is uh, someone who's no stranger to the Ram Slam uh, playing the season it is Malibongwe uh, Makota welcome on to SAFM Sport Trap thanks for for taking the time to chat to us Thanks, Brett. Thanks for having me. Um, good evening to you and your listeners. Well, talk to me about Ram Slam. It's uh, an interesting competition. Some big names playing this season. If you think of, of some of the international players, we've seen what Kevin Peterson's been able to do so far for, for the Dolphins. There's a couple of big West Indians uh, who are playing as well. Are you, you enjoying the experience? No, it's a great experience. I mean, it's, it's a great opportunity for our players as well to test their skills against international players. And also to play in front of the bigger crowd, it's really a great preparation for international cricket. So it's an exciting competition. 
As as far as as twenty over cricket compared to to the longer stuff like the fifty and the and, and the sort of three and four day stuff, or what, what do you what do you prefer? Well, for me personally, I prefer the longer version of the game. Um, players really get tested at, uh, through the cricket's true form of what I could say. Um, it's really for the men, <laughs> whereby uh, you allow to bowl your bounces and you. Really, really, as a batsman, you get tested in the core value of how good you are as a cricketer. Not that in a shorter format you don't get tested, but um, my preference is actually the longer version of the game. Looking at how the team's done so far this season, uh, this this competition particularly goes by really, really fast. I mean, if you if you get off to a, a slowish start, it's it's almost difficult to pick up that momentum. But if you get off to a good start, you want to, you want to hang on to that momentum because the season is not that long. Or, are you guys satisfied with the start that you've got at the Warriors so far? Um, we we satisfied with our processes and how we've gone about things, you know. Um, but the results haven't suggested that we've done well. But we know um, as a team we've really done well in terms of executing the plans. We just fall short against the Cobras and we were outplayed against the Dolphins. Um, yeah, like you said, we wanted to really start well and make sure we carry on with the momentum after winning the first game. But uh, we believe we've got good enough personalities and good players within our team to bounce back this coming weekend. Yeah, those that momentum. I mean, even if you do lose it, a couple of good results that, that go in your favour can swing things for you. You, you talk about this weekend, uh, Highfelt Lions at uh, at St George's. The Lions are, are a tricky prospect. They've got some wily, wily players and, and experienced players in that squad. Yes, they do. Um, which is why it's, every game is always exciting and every game is. Always a great challenge for us. We've got a youngish team, but um, full of talented young players, and it's always exciting for us to test our skills against these um, these teams, you know. So, like you said, uh, two results, you back in the competition again, so you're never out of it, and that's what's exciting about the Ramsley. Yeah, you're saying results haven't gone your way so far. I mean, as a team, where, where are you looking to improve for that clash against the Lions? As a team, I think we... We haven't really let ourselves down in, in all aspects of the game. We've really bowled and batted well. So for us, it's about just picking it up a notch in terms of uh, our fielding and uh, our batting chasing. We we felt like we, we actually worked away from our processes that have helped us do so well in the Momentum Cup. Um, so for us, it's mainly about reinforcing our good habits and executing our skills well with the ball. Obviously, it's a team sport, but uh, as an individual, you want to put in great performances and, and possibly match-winning performances. Where, where do you think you need to improve your game by by what's transpired this season so far? Um, like I said, you know, we we have players who've really played out of our skin. You know, uh, we've had Colin Ingram scoring massive runs for us so far in this campaign and in the last uh, campaign, Momentum Cup, and we've got guys who've had great all-round performances. And for us, if I look um, at our balance and our team structure is concerned, we very much focus on everybody contributing within the team. And in this in this Ramsland, we haven't really had that great team performance yet, and that's what we're striving for. Everybody contributing for us, uh, winning many more games to come. Yeah, it must give you a bit of confidence knowing that you're still in it. I mean, you, you, you're hovering on the, the sort of bottom-ish of, of the log, but like we've said, two games can turn things around, but where you deep down feel that things haven't really clicked for you yet and you know that you can play at a, at a much better intensity and put in a much better performance, that must give you confidence going into a clash against a team like the Lions, knowing that it's a case of if, if everything comes together like we've pre- uh, planned and prepared for, uh, we, we're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, 
No, most definitely. I mean, um, we know that we we haven't really played poor cricket. We were just outplayed against the Dolphins, and we fell five runs short, uh, mistiming our chase against the, the Cobras. So all in all, uh, confidence-wise and preparation-wise, we up there, and we know the minute we put up together that team performance that we're gonna we're gonna do on the right side of the results. So for us, it's really not the doom and gloom. I mean, we are four points away from second place team so it's really early on in the competition and we're very confident that we're going to bounce back with some good results that's a lot of cricket to be played Malibongwe Maketa thank you so much for joining us here on SAFN this evening best of luck for that clash this weekend and uh, good luck for the rest of the season brilliant thank you it was a pleasure you're listening to sport on SAFM the next best thing to being at the game Listening to SAFM Sports Wrap and uh, long break between test matches for the Proteas. Uh, it's a long series, it's a long tour. Four months in all that they're going to be over in India. Four match test series. The first one has concluded this past weekend and it was a uh, victory for India on a very, very tricky uh, track for the Proteas. We're hoping that it's not the same this coming weekend. Action gets underway in Bangalore on Saturday, but uh, if uh, India. Uh, again, have anything to do about it? It will be very similar. We joined now by former pro tier quick bowler Andre Nell. Andre, welcome onto Sport Trap once again. Nice to nice to chat. Good evening, Brad. I, I hope you're doing well, man. Very, very good. Andre, first test, uh, the last one. That pitch uh, it was obviously a spinner's dream, but very, very tricky to play on. Yeah, I think it's 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 very difficult. I think it's also um, clever by India using their own advantage to the max and preparing with like that. They know. They play decent spinners, and also we normally struggle against spinners. So, yes, it's very disappointing to see a wicket that poor, but in all fairness, that's how you use some advantage. So, yeah, hopefully we can come back um, from a defeat like that, and hopefully we can reduce the goods in Bangalore. Yeah, it's it's true what you say, Andre. I mean, when when India come here, we there's no ways we're going to do low and slow pitches. We want grease, uh, sort of green bouncy tracks, and 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 that plays to our strengths. India are going to do exactly the same at home. There's probably a good chance it's going to be low and slow again. Maybe not as poor a track as this past weekend. Where, where do the Proteas really need to improve? My guess would be up front in the batting department. No, I agree. I, I think Bangalore normally is is not as slow as all the other wickets. It's slightly more like. Um, like almost like Durban, a little more bounce, normally quite decent wicket. Uh, I've heard there's a lot of rain about in Bangalore at the moment, apparently, so uh, it could help us a little bit. But I agree with you, I think up front we need to man up slightly uh, better. We lost three, four wickets every time and up front, rushing, you know, showing for some form. He needs to man up because every time he scores runs, we sort of look uh, quite effective playing team. Um, but it's also tough to say that it, on the conditions that we're not really used to, so hopefully we can do a better job up front in Bangalore. Andre, as, as far as the tactics go in, in the first test, and, and it's going to be interesting to see if, if Hashim Amla employs the same sort of tactics with regards to, to bringing in his spinners. And you look at a guy like, like Imran Tahir, if, if you look at the, the spinners in that South African squad, Dean Alger, for me, is, is a part-timer. He's a batsman who bowls a, a little bit. And yes, he, he does take wickets at, at vital times, but in, in my mind, he's not an out-and-out spinner. Simon Harmer, yes, he is an out-and-out spinner, but Imran Tahir is the guy, in, in, in my opinion. 
Do you find it strange the way Hashim Amla bowled him this past test match where it was in there for short spells to, to try and take wickets? I understand doing that with a fast bowler like yourself or, or someone like Dale Steyn, but to me it doesn't make much sense doing that with a spinner. You want to put as much pressure as you can, and a spinner can bowl 30, 40 overs in a day if need be. It's going to be a long day, but they can do it. Yeah, it was very strange for me to see that, and I don't know why they, they did that. Like you said, I think they, they want to use him as an impact player. I don't know, or like almost use him as a strike bowler, and I don't know if they don't want to show the, the Indians in on too much so they can pick up his variations quicker or easier. I'm not sure, but um, it was a big surprise. And also a big surprise that um, a non-recognized actually bowler bowled as a spinner was first choice to go and bowl in front of a Homer and um, Iman Tir uh, bowl before both of, both of them. So it was very surprised for me to see. But he, he came good, but hopefully this time they use uh, Iman more effectively and more frequently and give him a long, long spell at the Indians and hopefully he can be more effective than this sort of burst. Yeah, and let's be honest. I mean, a guy like Imran Tahir is is an asset. We need to be bowling that guy, particularly on the subcontinent, as much as we can. If if you look at some of the great the great bowlers in world cricket, a guy like Shane Warne or a guy like uh, Murlitharin or, or Anil Kumble, they bowled lots and lots of overs in an innings. And and yeah, I mean, Imran Tahir needs to do it. Again, and uh, I wonder if it's a lack of confidence or lack of backing of Imran Tahir because he's just been backing at his side and now they're not sure if he can do it. Uh, and if the guy gets picked, they need to back him and fully back him and give him the opportunity to bowl long style, set bowlers and batters up um, or batters up uh, better. So hopefully the next test match will be able to do that and back him up fully. Andre, I know hindsight's a, a wonderful thing, but you look at a guy like Dane Villas, who's who's in that squad as, as keeper and, and a batsman. He's he struggled. I mean, he looked totally out of sorts with a bat on the weekend. When you look at a guy like Quinton Lukaku, who had a really good one-day series. He obviously got dropped from the Test squad and got sent on a tour to to India with South African A side. Surely he would have been a better choice behind the stumps and also to to shore up that top order a little bit. Yeah, you could say that, but also um, in Test cricket, you can work on. On, on the skill of the back end where, where Quinton O'Cock, yes, he took the SIA side, played well, but in those conditions, they'll strive in his weakness and he can only play on the offside, he can't play on the leg side. And every time he won a cricket, he played, he got hundreds, but every time he got out against spinners quite quickly. So it would have been quite dangerous. Um, Danny Villas was in the test side and it's only fair to give him another opportunity in a subcontinent condition and see how he performs. And if he struggles in that sense, I think Quentin will come back. But I think it's only fair to give uh, Dane an opportunity to, to see how he goes and uh, what he can do. Uh, it was a great T20 series, great one-day series. Obviously, two wins there. one nil down in a format series. It's a tough place to be, particularly on the subcontinent. Can the Proteus bounce back from this? Yeah, I think we're, uh, we're a good side. We travel really, really well. And, and hopefully, we can come up with a good begin. I, I think we didn't get reversing the match. We didn't get a chance to do it often, but... Um, I think we can do it. We um, skill enough on a quality side, and and hopefully somewhere along the line the conditions can suit us slightly more. Where our symbols can come into effect slightly better, and I think Bangalore could be the place to come back to a one-all, and then it's all down to just a bit of guts and determination, and guys really knuckling down against the spin and, and wanting to do well against spin. But I, I really think we can still do it. Kind of like Dale Stain, who picked up a bit of a niggle. He was he was sorely missed. I mean, he's a vital cog in that Proteus uh, Proteus machine, isn't he? He is a massive cog, especially with the intensity and the level of um, energy he gives to the side. And 
And I think a lot of our, our, our test victories got set up by Dallas playing just by his energy and a series as we take wickets and keep on bowling. But the energy is the whole side doing a test match. And he, he's a vital cog in that sense. But um, also the way he takes wickets, I think Mourne has also been missed. Yes, he's straight on those conditions. But a big tall guy like that, he's in the back of the deck uh, quite hard. Could create in different balance, different um, balance. So, yeah, I think he, uh, both of them could be sorely missed if they're not fit for this match. Yeah, absolutely. Andre Nell, thank you so much for joining us here on SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Always great to catch up and we look forward to chatting again soon. Cool, Brad. Keep on and train well. The thing that really matters is for someone to hear me. I wish my bank wouldn't forget about me just because I'm retired. If only my bank would help me save to go on that cruise we've been talking about for years. And that's what really matters. Finding a bank that cares about me. A bank like Nedbank, who offers me a 12-month fixed deposit with a great rate of 7.25% per annum. And the peace of mind my capital is guaranteed. A bank that knows I still want more from life. Make guaranteed capital growth of 7.25% happen. Another reason to join Nedbank. Visit us or call 0860-555-111 today. TNCs apply. We're an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. Make things happen. Nedbank. Parliament Select Committee on Security and Justice invites stakeholders and interested parties to submit written submissions on the Judicial Matters Amendment Bill, the Defence Laws Repeal and Amendment Bill, and the Criminal Matters Amendment Bill. Email submissions to gdixon at parliament.gov.za. For more info, contact Mr. Dixon on 012-403-3771. To obtain copies, please visit www.parliament.gov.za or send an SMS to 34020. SMSs cost one rand fifty. Closing date for submissions is the 20th of November 2015. This message is brought to you by the Parliament of SA. SAFM Sports Wrap. That's it for Sports Wrap this evening. The Knights 111 for three after 14 overs against the Cobras. Off to a great start. We'll have that result and all the other sporting results on AM Live tomorrow morning with Janet Witten. Up next, it is the Talk Shop. Have yourself a wonderful Wednesday evening. I'll be back on Friday. The PSL Radio Show Second Jalo with Dwayne DeLocker returns at 6.30 tomorrow. Have yourself a great evening. Cheers.